AGT saw episode 30. Uh, so what, we're sophomores? I guess so. Past a year. Back in the saddle again. Kind of just as I'm getting used to figuring out how the sound works, then we're going to end up taking a break, and then it'll be all <laughs> jacked up for another three weeks. Well, we, we are sounding pretty good. If we uh, do say professionally, so Professionally, but uh, we're, we're talking crap, but we sound <laughs> But the good. sound is nice. Exactly. Right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are on episode 30, believe it or not. I am Scott. And I am Scott Duarte on this end, Chanel on that end. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Um, yeah, it's it's over a year. Or over half a year. Over half a year, yeah. I think the first one was April or May. I can't remember which. I'll have to actually go back and look yeah, at it. Yeah, we page. started talking about it in April. Yeah. I don't know if we actually Got put it. one out before... Yeah, but we coming up on the big fifty. The big fifty is about uh, generally about a year. Um, although they... for us, we'll be probably closer to forty. That's true because, because we're we taking so many breaks. And, yeah, summers and stuff. So, thanks everybody out there for uh, for listening and coming back, and uh, we appreciate uh, everything. And go check out the website. And I uh, I'm starting to tweak the forums a little bit more. So get up on the forums. Sign in to leave comments and all that good stuff, and you can find us at education.org, E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N.org. I, I was on the uh, site yesterday, and there were some names that I didn't recognize. Yeah, yeah, some new people, so thank you and yes. uh, welcome and stuff, and uh, news. And news. Okay, news. You got any news? Um, no, not really. <laughs> uh, right. Just um, well, and, and y'all don't really care always. to uh, <laughs> hear this, but no, we're 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 getting excited. I'm getting excited. We're uh, starting production on the flyers and postcards and business cards and all that uh, stuff. Oh, what nots. So that we're going to be giving out and passing out at uh, TSOL yep. so 2007. If, uh, if you see us, come uh, <coughs> see what kind of swag we have, which is, I mean, remember, we're teachers and poor. And, so, and, and this is all out of our own pocket. So, yeah, so uh, we'll, we have, we'll have some stuff to, to pass out and give around and, and all that good stuff. But actually, there is a little bit of other news outside of us. Uh, There's nothing T-cell. outside of us. No, of course it involves us because oh, that's, okay. you know that's the way it is. <laughs> um, but no, outside of T cell, um, for those of you who are familiar with uh, dig.com, D-I-G-G.com, um, it's a big, huge, uh, I don't know, social networking, social bookmarking site, kind of like Delicious, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Boing Boing is, but. Um, anyway, slash dot and that type thing. Anyway, on Dig, they have a new podcast section 
um, that you can get to if you're a Dig member. It's uh, easy to log in, get the get the login for it. So register on register on <clears throat> register for Dig. Go to the podcast and do a search for Edgy E D G Y, and we will come up. Usually, I think we're the fourth, um, and it should come up. And uh, please dig us. And uh, the more you dig us, the higher up we'll go, and the happier we'll be. And because everybody's happier, the higher up they go. And we'll take over the world. That's right. Maybe not. But. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, seriously, get up, get out there, and uh, and uh, dig us, and dig uh, us. Stuff have your like friends that. dig us. So get out there and dig us, and uh, and uh, we'll all be Seamless, happy, baby. That's right. End of news. End of news. All right. Email. All right. Any email? Yes, we do. We Woo-hoo. have it from an uh, email from Sean Doherty. And, hey, uh, Sean. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for emailing us. Yep. Um, we enjoyed reading your email. And um, let me just highlight part of it. Uh, Sean writes, I hope to begin my MA in T-cell soon, and your advice will surely factor in my courses and in my work. Um, well, congratulations on deciding to go to university. I know that was a big decision for myself. Yeah, yeah. Going back to get the the advanced degree was uh, it took a lot of soul searching. I've it was in the end it was worth it. But it warranted uh, my uh, second tattoo. Really? Yes. Uh, first tattoo. First, first tattoo. tattoo. All right. So, well, there you go. Yeah, and then so, the second one was the beer later on. <laughs> exactly. Um, and. We're kind of assuming responsibility on this one. He doesn't really ask us about what courses to take. Specifically. uh, Specifically, but we've done a little homework, and um, we wanted to touch on it briefly. Yes. And so, first, there's different programs. And, of course, I think we we talked about this. We touched on it in earlier podcasts. Lots of different universities offering TESOL or Applied Linguistics um, masters and doctorates. Right. And some are really famous and some are very local, uh, state-level whatever, uh, state-funded schools um, and so forth. And it all depends what you do want to do. If you are just really concerned with becoming a good teacher, a lot of the... uh, state level schools are really not only adequate but really good but, programs. Yeah, and be- because they're state level, they're generally going to be a smaller class number, and right. so you get more one on one time with the teacher, which in any case is always most is always really important. Exactly. If you are looking to go into the research end of academia, then yeah, um, Teachers College Columbia, uh, UCLA. Um, UH Manoa. UH Manoa have really uh, Penn State, uh, San Francisco State University. Yeah. Um, have all strong programs. Yes. But I think they're tailored more towards the theoretical and not the pedagogical. Uh, San Francisco State, I would say, is uh, more pedagogical. Really. Than research. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I can't speak for the other ones, but. They have some names. I mean, Doug Brown, H. H. Doug Brown, Doug mm-hmm. Brown, the, the anyway, that one. Yeah. And uh, Scoville are both mm-hmm. there, and 
yeah. So I mean, you're you're bumping up with names and. And, and that always helps in getting jobs afterwards. Yes, it does. Um, networking and schmoozing is a large part of academia. Yep. Um, another factor comes in is, is price, how much you're willing to fork out. Right. Um, a lot of the state-run schools, you might get um, spot, uh, scholarships and, and grants and not have to pay as much. Right. Well, um, And you're generally dealing with a lower tuition anyway. True, if you're in-state. I know, actually, UH... Um, Manoa, they try to get funding for all the grad students. No, oh, that's cool. So yeah, uh, if I would have known that, I would. Yeah, I would have made a different choice. Um, <laughs> exactly. If you're in Canada, uh, some of the better ones are University of British Columbia, mm. uh, University of Toronto, uh, University of. I don't. I, what's a C? Not. Cold. Calgary, Three. maybe it's either Calgary or totally different Ottawa. I don't remember which one was told to me. <laughs> um, but Vancouver Community College, um, oh, University of Calgary is on this list. Uh, McGill University all have good programs mm -hmm. as well. And McGill is Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's what my Canadian colleague <laughs> wrote. <so. laughs> right. I thought I thought it was. Uh, there's uh, there's another one in Australia that I was thinking of, but I can't oh, remember maybe. what it is. But there, there's a website, www.tesl.ca uh, backslash approved TT, and they tell you the what they approve as um, TESOL programs. Oh, that's cool. And if um, you're in England, Lancaster University has a strong program, uh, University of Leicester and Aston University also. Um, that's what colleagues have recommended. Oh, that's um, cool. But... A lot of our colleagues went to smaller programs. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. I, at the end of the day, it's do you have a piece of paper with the right letters on it or not? Right. Um, if you go to uh, if you go to Michigan State or well, Michigan State's always going to get you a little bit in the door for some things just because right. it's a big school. But I mean, if you go to like so, okay, uh, Grand Valley State, assuming they have. Uh, a program I uh -huh. doubt it but they might um, you know it, it doesn't matter if it's a little podunk school out in the middle of nowhere being able to say I have the degree in the end that's gonna get you the job right. or not right and then then they're gonna look at your grades and other stuff that you've done and uh, if you have a Berkeley or, or uh, UH Manoa or something like that you may be it may be possible for you to get into a couple of doors that would be more difficult to get in otherwise, but that's basically because of your contacts. Now, if you right. are, you know, if you get out there and 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 pound the pavement while you're in school, um, you know, get to all the conferences that you can, uh, you know, glad hand with with all the names that you can get to, you know, that you if can you get can a hold of. you can present at conferences, also that looks just as good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, maybe you'll get noticed a little bit, and then. Because it's, it's about, hey, you know, I know this guy who's working over here and he's got a, they got a job coming up and uh, right. you should send him a letter and tell him I sent you. Exactly. And a lot of stuff happens that way. More than should probably. But. <laughs> uh, just to give you a little anecdote, um, I got my master's from Columbia University. I went and worked um, in a Moroccan university and 
my undergraduate uh, got me more noticed than the Columbia one, and because I went to University of Texas, and that's where my boss, who was Moroccan, went to, and that's where <laughs> two or three other um, professors, Moroccan professors, got their degrees from. So there was a big UT uh, contingent, yeah. contingent there, and that was a lot more popular <laughs> yeah. than the Columbia. Yeah, well, and you know, whenever anybody asks, you know, where'd you graduate from, I tell them MSU first uh-huh. before San Francisco State. San Francisco State, in my overall, is a small school. Right. I mean, it it may because Scoville and Brown and stuff are there, but it, it gets a little bit of notice. But eh, <laughs> Michigan State gets much more. Yeah, because there's you know forty thousand student undergraduate class. So, right. You know, somebody's gonna know you. Now, now looking at what courses to take, um, again, it depends on what path you want to go. Right. Um, if you want the more uh, pedagogical approach, a lot of master's programs offer um, state certificate courses as well as just standard um, TESOL. Right. right. And so those will get you a lot more practicum and um, how to teach different levels. Yeah, I, I got to put my two cents in on it now. Um, if you have the opportunity to gain a regular teaching certificate while you're doing your your degree, uh, do it. Yeah. Because um, public schools, there will always be something available in public schools. And if you have the, the teaching certificate, um, you have a much better chance of not starving. Right. Or having to take a job at the gap to right. between gigs. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful path to go teaching um, K through 12, if that's what you want. If you want to teach um, university, you always have the fallback of being able to teach um, K-12 K twelve. Yeah. if you need to. When uh, when I was finishing up, see, I did not do that, and so I'm I kind of kicking myself for not doing it, because for me to do it now, it would mean at least two, a year and a half to go right. back just for a teaching certificate, which means I have to lose, lose my job here, go eat like a student again for another year and a <laughs> half. No, thank you. Um, and, you know, it's a, it'd be a fairly serious interrupt in my life at this point to right. go back and get it. Whereas, if I had listened to my mother... <laughs> um, I would have got it while I was doing it and had a little bit more work, but got it while I was getting the MA and th- then I would have, you know, have something to fall back on in the States. Right. I, I did get mine and, um, it, it didn't take me any more time. I took two years to get my master's. I got my New York, uh, state certificate certification as well. And I worked a, a full-time teaching gig in a New York City public school, which uh, is great experience. Yeah, yeah. And so, so all yeah. in two years. If you get the opportunity, if you have the opportunity to uh, get the state teaching certificate or the U.S. teaching certificate while you're at it, I'm I can't speak for Canada and uh, and Europe, but my guess is it's probably the same. Right. Um, if you have the opportunity to do it, you may never need it. But if you do need it, you'll have it, and you won't have to worry about it. And it, you know, it might be a good change of pace from uh, you know the regular ESL classroom. Right. That like we're doing. So. And um, other courses to take. Take what you're interested in. I would um, definitely. You'll have electives. You'll have some filler right. classes 
um, even at the master's or doctorate level. Wait, before we go into uh, like outside stuff, let's talk about a lot of the core stuff. Okay. First, and then we'll talk about electives and okay. the optionals okay. later. What? So when you're heading into the program, what is stuff? What are, what are classes? What classes are you looking at having to take? You must take. Um, SLA, second language acquisition, is always yep. a must. Um, phonetics and phonology. Yep. Um, hopefully your program offers this with a pedagogical approach to it mm. and not just um, theory. Uh, grammar is mm -hmm. usually another big one. Yeah. Um, then you'll have uh, classroom practices, which mm -hmm. will give you the basic... Um, all the different approaches, past right. and present, ones that worked and did not work. Right. Um, if uh, I, w I will say this, the the way I did my degree, <clears throat> it's a little different. I don't actually have a TESOL degree. Um, my degree is in instructional technology, and I have basically gone through and taken everything that is required for a TESOL degree. Plus, because the MA is in education. I took a lot of the same classes, but from a slightly different aspect. So the the grammar and stuff, you know, you got to take that syntax and morphology, second language acquisition. You got to take them no matter what you're going to do. Um, but if you have the opportunity, <clears throat> excuse me, to go hit the um, education department for some of the pedagogy classes, yeah. um, I think it's a better way to go. Um, you, there's going to be some stuff that happens in a regular classroom that wouldn't necessarily happen in a, uh, in a second language classroom, but, um, you get a, I think you get a much more detailed approach right. for some of the pedagogy and history of where did this come from and why did they, you know, why did people start doing it this way? If you can get out of the, um, out of the second language acquisition group. Right. Do it. Well, I know that uh, University of Texas offers, I think, uh, teaching English as a foreign language. Mm. Um, and it's about half education classes and half uh, TESOL classes. No, oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it that looked like a, a good way to go as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, what else, uh, what else is in the, uh, is going to be in the fire? Um, that's about it. You'll, you'll have... I'm just looking at my stuff. I had to do cross-cultural communication, yep. uh, classroom ecology. Um, you might have to do um, something with some dis sort disabilities, some oh, yeah, sort yeah, of special. teaching uh, with disabilities. Yeah. Um, did you guys have to do so some sort of sociolinguistics? No, we had um, several choices. Okay. okay. And I did not choose <laughs> sociolinguistics. Yeah, um, I kind of bailed on that one too. Yeah, I mean, you have sociolinguistics, you have uh, psycholinguistics. Um, syntax was actually even a, a choice for oh, us. Oh, really? And I think it it was for me because I chose the uh, K through 12 route. Okay. Whereas okay. if I would have gotten a straight master's, general uh, TESOL master's, I would have had to take in. More of those. More okay. And does it hurt me or help me? I, I don't really know. Um, but that's more theory. Right, right. And so I, I am happy to live without it. Yeah, the ones that I found were the most useful were phonetics and, and morphology. Mm -hmm. I loved that class. It was a good one. 
Um, I love the, diagramming trees. Yeah, it's it's oh. fun after you get after you get <laughs> the hang of it. I mean, sure, there's some pain in the butt stuff, but it's fun to diagram sentences. No hate mail. <laughs> uh, um, uh, the other one that uh, I really dug was uh, second language acquisition. Now, did you have to take a non-romance language at the same time while you were taking that class? Um, mm, I placed out of French, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had some background in in Korean because oh, I, I right, take right, in right. Korean language classes in Korea. So yeah, see now for for San Francisco State, it didn't matter if you had the language or not because that kind of wasn't the point of doing it. But you had to take not necessarily through the university. You could have done it, you know, on your own. But you had to take something that was a non-romance language. Um, for while you were taking the second language acquisition course, because you needed to remember what it was like to learn a language, and uh, we had to take a, a language learning journal, you know, so we had to write every week what we did, and what problems there were, and what we noticed about our stuff, and and uh, I w- I was taking Japanese at that time. Uh huh. So uh, other students took uh, ASL. Uh, one I think there was a couple of Korean classes. Um, Students who were foreign exchange students did not have to do that. Right. Because they were still in the throes of second <laughs> language acquisition. Um, another one that you have to take that that's really good to take is assessment. Yeah. And you'll do a lot of statistical things for the research side of it, but it teaches you the right and wrong way of making a proper test. Yep. Yep. And I, I enjoyed that one as well. You'll also have a lot of workshops or seminars that you get to choose from. Try to choose um, relevant ones. I'm looking at um, just what's offered at TC, and they have things like the silent way, and, and no one uses silent Nobody way anymore. It, yeah. So I would never do anything but uh, something call-related or um, media-related. Yeah, let's go ahead and break on, on over to the uh, the options now. I mean, we pretty much hit everything in the core, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and even a little outside of the core. So, if you're, if when you're getting ready to look at your electives and and see what else is available to take, um, it is the 21st century. You need <laughs> to know how to use that big box on your desk. Take a computer class. If, yeah. If you don't, even if you if you know what you're doing with a computer, fine. Go out and and take a detailed computer class. Take something in Photoshop. Take something in web design. Web design, yeah, something something fairly serious. Um, if you're a noob, uh, then you know take the noob course. Whatever. It's, oh, sorry, noob means newbie. And um, so if you didn't understand what I said, you need to take the basic. Computer you are class. a noob. <laughs> yeah, you need to take the basic computer class, and you need to be able to be more than functionally illiterate. And moderately literate. Right. You need to know what's going on with a computer because it's the 21st century. From for over the next 10 years, computers are going to be in the classroom, whether you want it to be or not. Right. And uh, I mean, you've listened to us talk about the collaborative writing and other stuff over the past couple of weeks. Um, it's it's real. It's here, and it's not going and to go away. And it's becoming all digital. Yeah. I haven't taken an actual paper paper. I mean. They had to write essays, but right. I have not taken dead trees for a year. I mean, none. Mm-hmm. And so um, you need to be able to deal with 
um, content management systems like Moodle or WebCT or Blackboard or any of those, and you need to be able to sit down and use it without having to think about it. Right. And um, if, if you want to play this game for the long run, yep. you need to find a niche. Yep. And, and the easiest uh, way or easiest niches to, to get into right now is technology. Yeah. Um, a lot of, also, if you have the, the computer skills, you might be going into older programs where a lot of the professors don't. Right. And if you're the go-to person for that, you are going to definitely earn your place in that department and uh, become a valued asset yes. that they will not want to let go when class sizes diminish or what have you. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. Um, if you are also looking to go um, university route overseas or um, in the States, look for classes in English for academic purposes. Yes. Um, or for specific purposes, right, would be good routes to go. Brush um, up, brush up on you know a fairly wide variety of humanities and social sciences. Right. Um, yeah, you know, content-based um, language teaching is also a really hot one to to get into right now. Yep. Um, personally, whoa, sorry, pop that. That was a yeah. That was get a that one. filter on there, yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I give him crap about popping his peas earlier and so i don't use a filter and he does <laughs> he's mad about it still anyway um the one of the things that both scott and i have taken and have got had a lot of interest in and have had very good uh response with is videography yeah um if you can get into a video 101 or even better if you can if the education department at your school has an instructional video class on how to make instructional videos basically it's going to be just the basics of how to shoot video and um, how to edit and how to edit and how to put it back out uh, if you can get into a class like that highly recommend it because again you know it like in Japan everybody's cell phone has a video camera right <clears throat> and, and I, I mean they cool have universities that it, that so. are Courses that are using cell phone movies that right. students are making cell phone movies. I had I told my speech class that they had if they were going to be absent they had to give me a video of their speech ahead of time, and the kid came in like the day before with his cell phone and he <laughs> says I have my movie I'm like what are you talking about he he videotaped his speech including like graphics and stuff and like cut it together in his cell phone. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it if, was, uh, if you want some examples, um, go to iTunes Store and type in my name and or KGU, and you'll get uh, KGU space IESA uh, Communicative English Musings. Yep. It, it's a long name, but it's a podcast, video podcast that my students have shot, edited, developed, produced all on their own. Yep. Um, there's five students in my office right now <laughs> editing their final podcast. Yep. So um, you can see what that's all about. But that's a great, and now's the time to get into it. Yeah, because the computer thing, kind of everybody's using a computer. Now you, you need some, you need a niche in your niche. So being able to do video or, you know, if you're into audio production, 
setting up the podcast, whatever. But get in there and find some. Be interested in it. If you're not interested in it, for by all means, go find something else. Right. But um, find something that you're really interested in, passionate about, and want to talk about to your students. And uh, the great thing about video and audio editing and, and playing around with cool technology stuff is, one, you get to buy toys. <laughs> and two, you, your students generally will have a good time putting something like that together. It's a little bit like the old school play. Yeah. I did it again. Wow, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Old okay. school play. End of rant. <laughs> All right. So um, I hope that answered your question that you didn't even <laughs> ask yeah, they, You didn't ask. We, we preemptively asked, answered the question. Yes, so. yes. But um, definitely thank you for the email. Yes. And um, other listeners, um, please email us. You can email me at Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, all one word, all lowercase, at education.org. And my email is S-C-O-T-T at education.org. All right. So uh, we have a new idea. It's the Sex Pistols. That yes, <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, uh, we're gonna start a new thing and see how this goes for a little while. But we're going to uh, talk about a podcast that either deals with education or EFL, kind of like ours, or is something that you can use in the classroom. Um, and the first one that uh, we're going to do this week is, uh, well, we're going to do one a week, and I got it this week. And uh, Thank you, Scott. Yep, yeah, no problem. Glad to do it. <laughs> uh, I wanted to put some audio together, but I was a little unclear as to whether the podcast was copyright or Creative Commons, and kind of putting it together last minute, so I didn't really want to deal with answering that question. <laughs> um, but uh, the podcast I'm going to talk about this week is Grammar Girl. And it's a really hot one right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's moving up and... The podcast, uh, not on, the girl. Yes. Actually, uh, I don't know. It's nobody a knows. Cartoon. It's a it's an audio podcast, so we don't know. Um, but uh, Grammar Girl can be found at www. I just had it written down. www. G R A M M. No, no. Okay, completely ignore that. Nothing. G R A G R A M M A R. Grammar. Q D now. Dot com. Uh, yeah, QD now is all one word, no hyphens, on none of that cool stuff. Uh, if you check out the show notes on your iPod, uh, there's a link for it there, and I'll put a link for the show up. It's on iTunes also as one of the recommended uh, sites or one of the oh, really? most popular sites. It's on iTunes too? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, scary. Uh, I found her through Dig, and okay. um, she's got like 700 digs, and we have uh, one. <laughs> so we're coming at you that's right but i just put it up so you know uh but check her out she talks about some aspect of grammar every week um she speaks fairly normal pace so it might be a little fast for some students but the content is good and she talks about she talked about uh sentence fragments she's talked about punctuation in particular apostrophes and um, correcting people's grammar and all sorts of really kind of cool stuff. The nice, really nice thing about Grammar Girl's stuff is that she has a complete transcript of her episode 
on the website underneath the episode. Now, mm-hmm. you may ask, why don't we do that? And then you should realize that we do this totally unscripted, <laughs> and that solves that problem. Yes. So you will never see a total transcript unless one of you guys decide to get really We could do a transcript ambitious. wiki. Transcript wiki. Wiki, 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 wiki. All right. Uh, and uh, as Scott looks at his watch, I think that means I need my other bumper. All right. Um, enough playing with the stupid music. Uh, well, we kind of went hog wild with the uh, email. Yeah. Um, that, <laughs> do we well, have time for the rest of the show? Well, the email, the email was really the main content for the that's show. True. That's I true. That's true. I mean, that's at least what I had in my head. Did you have something else? I thought we were doing the whole whole syllabus thing. Oh, the syllabus thing. <laughs> I forgot. I'll change the banner. Oh. Oops. <laughs> I didn't even look at the banner. See? Next week's topic, syllabus, syllabus. making. See, now, now you have something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, uh, next week we'll be talking about making syllabus. I'm going to go ahead and start our background music because we're at uh, 33 already. Yeah. So we're going to get ready and bug out of here. I'm going to be dodging knives for the next week. <laughs> but the nice thing about it is now we're all pre-planned and ready to go. That's right. And uh, so thank you very much again for joining us. Uh, thank you for the emails that we've gotten. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. Dig us. Yes. Go dig us check and, us out at and dig. tell your friends to dig us as well. Yep. And tell those friends to tell their friends to dig us. Well, you get the idea. Exactly. We'll, we'll not beg as much for the it. dig as we <laughs> have been begging for the email. But, you know, sign up. join, Come to education.org, uh, education.org and sign up and come hang out in the forums. Send us comments on the shows. All of that good stuff. Yes. Last words. Uh, take care, everyone. Cool. Me too. Peace. Bye. <laughs>